On today's show, the Yankees win the division. Finally. Hallelujah. And they clinch in Toronto. We'll talk about the game last night. We'll have some post-game quotes from the team. And, you know, they were celebrating last night. And they have every right to because uh, no one expected them to win the division. And they did. So we'll have everything you need to know about that all next on Locked on Yankees. You are Locked on Yankees. Your daily New York Yankees podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Happy Wednesday, Yankee fans. Welcome to Locked On Yankees, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Stacey Gotsoulias. We'd like to thank you for making Locked On Yankees your first listen every day. We're free and available on all platforms, including Apple, Odyssey, Spotify, and Stitcher. You can watch and subscribe to us on YouTube. Hit the thumbs up button to like our videos and the bell so you're notified as soon as our videos go live. The Yankees finally win the division, and the best part about it is they did it in Toronto. And I know some people will remind me that I said Toronto was going to win the division. And uh, I'm not the only one who thought that. So, yeah, a lot of people were wrong about a lot of things this season. A lot of things. I actually saw someone had put up the Sports Illustrated writer's predictions for the season. And I was actually gobsmacked by how many people pick the Angels to do things. Wild card, I understand, but there were a couple of people who predicted the Angels were going to win the AL West? With the Astros in the AL West? What? I know it's been a weird season, and a lot of strange things have happened, but no. <laughs> no. Then there were some people who didn't pick the Yankees to do anything, which was funny. Tom Verducci was the closest one to predicting things correctly. Although I did, I do think he picked the Angels to win one of the wild cards. So he's off by that. But everything else was pretty much spot on. Yeah, a lot of people predicting the Cubs to do something in the NL Central. Yeah, I don't know. Not a good thing. But you know what? As John Sterling always says, you can't predict baseball. And I know I always joke about the fact that there are some predictions I made that have been right on the money. Like when I predicted they were going to go 84 and 78 in 2014 and I had people leaving threatening messages on my article. How dare you? How dare you say the Yankees are only going to win 84 games? What was their record in 2014? Thank you. So Yankees win the division. No one expected them to before the season. Let me preface that. No one expected it before the season started. People were not expecting it when they went on their tailspin in August People were like, oh, they're going to blow the biggest division lead. They're not going to win. Toronto's going to overtake them. Or maybe the Rays because the Rays were, you know, playing better. And uh, yeah, that just didn't happen. So let's talk about last night's game. There are a lot of things to talk about. Now, I watched it last night. I watched it again this morning to get things fresh in my brain. Because, you know, when there's hours of sleep between watching a game and recording a show, you tend to forget things. You tend to forget things. So... I rewatched the game, and I will say that when Jamison Tyone gave up the leadoff home run to George Springer on a 1-0 pitch, I really wanted to launch him into space. 
because I was envisioning just awfulness. I really was. And then he settled down and pitched great. He pitched great. He pitched the way the Yankees needed him to pitch. And kudos to Jamison Tyone. He got the belt after the game. We saw the video of Aaron Boone giving it to him. And yeah, good for him. And I know, you know, when he left the game, things were a little iffy. But the Yankees were able to get out of it. I would like to talk about the Blue Jays just for a second. Because there were a couple of plays back to back that really showed that they're not quite ready to win a division. People were thinking they'd get over that hump. And, you know, some things didn't work out the way they wanted them to. You know, certain pitchers didn't work out the way they wanted them to. Certain guys were having not-so-great seasons until the end of the season. Like, Bo Bichette was struggling there for a bit, and then he really turned it on at the end. And, you know, that's how baseball is. You, again, as I said at the start of the show, you can't really predict it. You really can't. It's hard. It's very hard. There are very few teams that go wire to wire all year. And it's very hard to predict how things are going to happen, again, with injuries, with just guys in slumps. And, you know, Bo Bichette was one of those guys that made a bad play last night. So Bo Bichette slides into second, but doesn't have his foot on the base. And then when he goes to stand up, IKF kept the tag on him. And the ump was looking all the way, Trip Gibson. I've complained about Trip Gibson behind the plate because he's made some questionable calls. And I think he made some questionable calls at first at other points in this season. But he had his eye on that play the whole time. And Bo Bichette knew that his butt was had because he just ran off the field. You can't do that. You can't have mental lapses like that. And that wasn't the only time he had a mental lapse. He, he airmailed a ball. They had that play where the ball dropped between three of them. And you got to get past that kind of play. You're not rookies anymore, you know? And then the very next play, Vlad Jr. hits a fly ball that he thinks is going to be a home run, so he's kind of hot-dogging it. Then he realizes, "Uh uh-oh, it bounced off the wall. I better run. And he's out by like 10 feet at second base. Back-to-back plays, out number two. Out number three to end the inning and the threat. And yes, they did score one run, but that killed them. That killed them. And for a team that talks a lot of smack, and for their fans who talk a lot of smack, you can't play like that. You guys got to pick stuff up. Because if you're playing the Rays, you need to make sure that you have home field advantage. Because if you guys think that the Yankees are bad at Tropicana Field, take a gander at the Blue Jays' record in Tropicana Field over the last few years. It's bad. It's bad. (laughs) I couldn't believe how many times they lost at Tropicana Field. Yeah, so the Blue Jays need to make sure that they get home field advantage in the wild card round because um, if they don't, they're screwed. They're screwed. Um, And, you know, the Yankees screw up. They screwed up the other night. Teoscar Hernandez hit a fly ball that he was hot-dogging, and because no one was uh, covering second, he was able to make it into second. Yankees could have nailed him at second base, and I think they kind of learned their lesson (laughs) after that happened on Monday night. Um, And I take back all the bad things I said about IKF on yesterday's show. All right, not all of them. 
I'll take back half the bad things I said about IKF just for that play that he made on Bichette at keeping that tag on him that entire time. That was heads-up baseball. That's the kind of baseball you need to play in October and down the stretch. And I was impressed with that. That was pretty cool. Yeah. So heads-up plays by the Yankees. Sloppy play by the Blue Jays, both offensively, not offensively, running the bases and defensively. In a moment, we'll continue our discussion of this game and other aspects of this game. But first, it's fall. The nights are getting longer, but the breeze isn't the only thing that's getting stiff. That's right. This episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. Guys, we all know that confidence can take you far in life. That's especially true in the bedroom, especially when it's time to step up to the plate and pretend you're Aaron Judge. That's where Blue Chew comes in. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready when an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part? It's all done online, so no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. It's time to get off the couch and get back to work. If your tool needs an upgrade, head to BlueChew.com. So if you can benefit from extra confidence when it's time to perform, chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code LOCKEDON at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's bluechew.com promo code LOCKEDON to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Thanks again for making Locked On Yankees your first listen every day. Subscribe now to Locked On Yankees on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts so you're notified when each episode premieres. So last night's game was interesting because Aaron Judge walks four times. Now, since he hit his 60th home run, his OBP is well beyond 500 because he keeps walking. And that's the impressive part about Aaron Judge. And I said it on yesterday's show. He's not flailing at the ball. He's taking his pitches. Although he did swing at ball four in his last at bat last night. And then he looked at ball four or ball five, maybe even ball six at that point in the at bat. (laughs) And you can tell when he walked away from the plate after he found that off that he said to himself, that was ball four, dummy. What are you doing? Because that's the type of player he's become. And Yankee fans are pissed that Blue Jays pitchers aren't pitching to Aaron Judge because it feels as if the National League pitchers didn't care. They were just grooving balls in for Pujols. Like, yeah, here, hit 700. Good for you. Now, I understand the Blue Jays are still not technically in the playoffs, but they're in the playoffs. They're, they're not going to blow this. I don't think. They're not going to blow this. And there was no chance to win the division because all the Yankees needed to do was win one game during this series and just groove a fastball. What are you doing? Just groove a fastball to him. Let him get 61 over with. Although, you know what? Maybe it'll be better if he does it at home. And there's no pressure now because 
he's a team player. He knows that the team had to win games to make or to win the division. They've done that now. Now they have all these games tonight against Toronto, three against Baltimore at home, and then in Texas, four more before the end of the season. This is time for them to write the ship for some guys, Stanton, Donaldson, you know, guys they can't hit. Get the bullpen in order, you know, see who you want to be in your circle of trust in the bullpen in the playoffs during these last few games and see how that goes. And it's possible we don't see Judge in the lineup tonight. Because given how much they were partying last night, you might not see anyone. (laughs) This might be one of those, yeah, we don't care. We won the division games, you know. Yeah, this is for you, Toronto. Have fun. Win the game. So actually, you know what? That's fine. You guys don't have to pitch to him. Even if he plays tonight, don't pitch to him. Let him do it at home. He can do it against Baltimore. That'd be great. And it would be even better if he can do it on Sunday when I'm there. That's right. Finally going to a baseball game. Going to the last home game. And of course, there's a 30% chance of rain on Sunday. Yeah. But I find it funny that Blue Jays fans were mad that Yankee fans were mad that the Blue Jays pitchers were not pitching to Aaron Judge. It's like, of course we were. We want to see him hit a home run. Why are you so pressed? I don't know. Anyway, it's just a whole bunch of nonsense, really, when you think about it. So the Yankees win the division. Hallelujah. Glaber Torres. What a game. What a month he's had. He's been unbelievable. He was three for five. Had three runs batted in and just, yeah, he's doing great. He's really, really, really helping the Yankees down the stretch here. And he's really showing that he's turning things around. And I've joked about this. If you're listening to the show for the first time, you're hearing this for the first time. If you're listening to the show like you do most days, you know, I've said this before. I really think that now that his baby's a little older and probably sleeping through the night it feels like labor has more energy now (laughs) and I think that's helping him play better I really do I think that's a thing I think it is um you can really see that he's just so much better now it's not a chore watching labor come up to to the plate you're actually like looking forward to Glaber Torres coming up to the plate especially when people are on base because you're thinking to yourself oh he'll do something here and that's cool now I said that the Yankees have all these games left to right the ship with regards to some players I will say about Josh Donaldson he's not doing anything at the plate but defensively he's still fine you know Abby and I have talked about that where A lot of times if a guy's struggling at the plate, it affects his play on the field. That's not happening with Donaldson at all. He's looking great. So if they can get him to start hitting just a little bit in the last eight games of the season, that'd be great. Stanton looks lost at the plate, though. They have to do something about Stanton. He's starting to scare me because um, the Yankees are so much better when Giancarlo Stanton is one of those guys who scares opposing pitchers. Remember how he did against Cleveland in the playoffs in 2020? It was just, yeah, I would like for that Giancarlo Stanton to be back for the playoffs because they really need it. And, you know, the Yankees have the bye in the first round. 
They get to watch the wild card round and see what their opponents are doing. And I don't know if this is going to be good for the Yankees. I think it will be because I think it's going to help guys who are banged up get rest. I think it's going to help the pitchers who are extremely tired get rest so they're fresh for the playoffs. Um, I know some people are worried about the fact that the Yankees aren't going to be, be playing for at least six days because, you know, you have the National League wild card and the AL wild card, and I think they alternate days, so there's time there between when the season ends and when the division series starts. But I feel like this can benefit the Yankees because it's not like they're playing for the division heading into the last series of the of the year. You know what I mean? Like they're done. Everything's wrapped up. So like I said, they just need to get some guys right, figure out what they want to do in the playoffs. And it's all gravy from here on out. They're not fighting for a division leading into the last week of the season. They're not firing on all cylinders heading into the last week of the season like other teams need to do. Like the Mets and the Braves are still fighting for the division as far as I know. And in that case, it's harder for a team having time off. Does that make sense? I think it does. We're going to talk more about this in just a moment. So yeah, I like that the Yankees have time to recover and to rest before their time in the playoffs. And I don't see it as a hindrance. I could be wrong. Like I said, I was wrong about the division. I thought Toronto was going to win. I really did. But everyone else did too. There were so many people who did. You know, I was assuming Toronto first, the Yankees, Rays, and Red Sox fighting for second, third, and fourth place. But I didn't think the Yankees were going to finish fourth. I think I predicted second. I think I got to look back at it. Maybe I will. Maybe I'll look at that episode. We did a crossover with Locked On. I believe it was Orioles, Rays and Red Sox, right? I think we were all talking because we didn't have Blue Jays hosts. That's what it was. And we did that right before the season started. And we all made our predictions about how the AL East was going to go. So I think I'm going to try and find that and put my prediction up on tomorrow's episode just to embarrass myself. Just to embarrass myself. That should be fun. So um, let's go through some quotes. Yeah, because the Yankees were very excited about winning the, the division. I, I, I swear I can speak. I swear I can. I'm just very excited about this because, yes, things were looking very iffy down the stretch. Or not even down the stretch. Things were looking iffy in August because they were on such a nosedive. But the thing that helped them was there was one point when the Yankees were just not really doing anything, but Toronto could not gain on them because they went one and nine in a 10 game stretch. I think they, I think that was when they lost a series to the Orioles. That was at the time of the season when Toronto fans were puffing their chests about the fact that they were going to play the Orioles. They're like, Oh yeah, we got 15 games left against the Orioles. This is going to be great. And then the Orioles won like the first two series and Toronto fans were like, okay, you know, I don't want to play the Orioles anymore. <laughs> it's like, none of us were right about the Orioles. No one expected the Orioles to do what they're doing. No one. There was no one baseball, maybe Connor, 
from Locked On Orioles was the only one who maybe thought that the Orioles would be better than they were or better than they were um, predicted to be in 2022. But no one expected this. No, not at all. Right now, as it stands, not that it matters because everything's wrapped up. Uh, can I just say I love seeing all those E's in the standings as I'm looking right now? Baltimore is three and a half out of a wild card spot. That's amazing to me. That really is. You know, and if they don't do it, it's a bummer. You know, Seattle's not really helping themselves. They're losing to teams like the Royals. And, you know, there was that game the other day where they were winning 11-2 Seattle and they lost 13-11. Um, you know, it would be kind of funny if the Orioles could go on a run Although that would mean the Yankees would have to help them this weekend. Do we want to see that? I don't know. It would be actually really cool if all three wildcard spots were AL East teams. Because then what Aaron Boone said last night about how the Yankees won the toughest division in baseball would be true. Damn. Now I kind of want the Yankees to roll over for the Orioles this weekend. I want that to happen so badly. That would be awesome and so shocking if the Orioles made the playoffs. I think the chances are dwindling, but that could be so cool. Can we do that, Yankees, maybe? I don't know. So after the game, Judge said, I'll be a little bit happier maybe at the end of October, but this is a big moment, especially for a lot of guys in that room that haven't had a chance to clinch a division. To get a chance to celebrate with them is going to be fun tonight. And boy, did they have fun. The videos that they were showing from, well, during the post game, and then the videos that the guys were posting on Instagram, hilarious. Now, Boone, this is what he said about the Yankees. We can say we're the best team in the best division this year, and it wasn't easy. Everyone in that room knows that. We took everyone's punches. We had some low moments, but tonight is to be celebrated. It's not going to be easy through the American League East. And to survive, this is step one, and we want to win a championship. That's our goal. The Yankees are 95 and 59 at this point. That's pretty cool. So... Game one of the ALDS is going to be played at Yankee Stadium on October 11th. Jamison Tyone, who pitched a really good game last night, pitched into the eighth inning. Unbelievable. With the new format, it's definitely nice to get a bye, and we get to play in front of our fans, which is going to be great. Yes, home field advantage in the division series really works. He said, we're in one of the best divisions in baseball, and to be able to lock it up is a big deal. We're the Yankees. Everyone brings their best against us every single time, and here we are. That's right. Um, now, Judge, as I said, walked four times. His on-base streak is 26 games long. And he said, I'll trade four walks for a win every single day. And he scored twice, thanks to Gleyber Torres and Anthony Rizzo behind him now he hasn't homered since his 60th on the 20th against the pirates that makes seven games without a home run it's the second longest drought of the season he went nine games without a home run from august 13th to 21st he went seven without one from april 14th to the 21st as i said he's taking his walks he's not flailing away at the plate like 
Giancarlo Stanton is, <laughs> you know, so don't worry about Judge. He'll be a little more relaxed now. As I said, now that the division is wrapped up, let me try that again. Now that the division is wrapped up, there's not as much pressure on him to have to perform in order to help his team win the division. You know what I mean? So if the Orioles pitch to him this weekend, he should hit 61, at least 61. He should at least tie it. Let's hope. Let's hope. Yeah. Um, Judge said, I don't like talking about the future, but I like this team. It's a special group. We went out there playing in the toughest division in baseball, and we went out there to win our division. I like our chances. That's for sure. Could the Yankees go on a run and win the World Series? Sure. I mean, there are teams who were wild cards who won the World Series when people didn't expect them to, because all you have to do is go on a roll in the playoffs. You know, you don't have to be the best team. You just have to be the best team at that point in the season, like the Nationals in 2018. You know, you don't always have to be the Dodgers and the Astros or the Rays, you know, that kind of thing. So they could get on a roll. People could get healthy. People could do things the way they're supposed to do. And the bullpen can, you know, start throwing sinkers for ground balls and having their sinkers actually sink like Trevino did against Springer last night. And have it work out. I will not predict what's going to happen in the playoffs because I, you know, as I said, I'm not great at predicting things. Can I see this team going all the way? Sure. Why not? Stranger things have happened. Am I going to guarantee it? No. No, I don't do that. I don't do that. I only talk smack after things happen. I'm talking smack right now because the Yankees won the division when people didn't think they were going to. But I am not going to talk smack about the playoffs at all. I'm done with that. I used to do that in my 20s. I don't do it anymore. <laughs> no. So tonight, there's a game tonight. doesn't really matter. Um, not At least not for the Yankees. Like maybe if they want to finish off and, you know, win 100 games in the season and win five out of their last eight. Like, you know, that'd be great. But it's Garrett Cole against Mitch White. So for Cole, this is important. He needs to straighten himself out because he really needs to straighten himself out. Now, the scary thing about this is Bo Bichette, Kevin Biggio, Matt Chapman, Vlad Guerrero Jr., Teoscar Hernandez, and Alejandro Kirk all have home runs off Cole. Vlad Jr. has two. Kevin Biggio has two. The rest of them have one. The Yankees are facing Mitch White. They don't really have a lot of at-bats against him. He's 1-6 with a 5.12 ERA. Again, we don't know how the lineup is going to look because now that the Yankees have clinched everything and there's no way for them to catch the Astros for home field advantage throughout the AL portion of the playoffs, you know, you could see a really scary lineup out there tonight. Like I said earlier in the show, helping out the Jays. So tonight's game is going to be for Garrett Cole to get his stuff together because the Yankees need him to perform in the playoffs. They can't have one of those giving up five runs, but striking out 10 games in the playoffs. That doesn't fly. It doesn't fly. So yeah, tonight will be for Garrett Cole to figure his stuff out. Maybe some batters, Stanton, Donaldson, figure things out. DJ LeMayhew will probably be activated for the Baltimore series 
So we'll see how his toe is doing. And as I said, the remaining games are just going to be for them to reset for the playoffs. You'll see guys pitching. Maybe you'll see more of Zach Britton. You'll see more of Aroldis Chapman. So just a warning there just to see what they can do with him in the playoffs and if they're even going to use him in the playoffs. So yeah, it's done. They win the division. Everything is set. You can relax for the rest of the season, hope everyone stays healthy, and hope that some of these guys get their stuff together. So that's it for this episode of Locked On Yankees, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Remember, you can listen to the show in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Odyssey, Spotify, Stitcher, or anywhere else you get your podcasts. You can watch and subscribe to us on YouTube. Again, hit the thumbs up button to like our videos. You can comment on YouTube and click the bell so you know when our videos go up. So now that you've made us your first listen, how about making your second listen the Locked On MLB podcast? MLB expert Paul Francis Sullivan brings humor, passion, and a unique perspective on every team and the biggest stories from around the league. Follow the number one daily league-wide podcast, Locked On MLB, on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. One more thing, if you could be so kind, please rate this podcast and spread the word about this podcast to your fellow Yankee fans. We would really appreciate it. So enjoy your Wednesday, celebrate the Yankees winning the division, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Thank you.